Georgie, 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 we're back. We're back, and I'm not worried Another or episode. concerned. Not worried or what concerned. What do you mean? You said, you said. Yeah, seven out of nine. Seven out of nine. Yeah, we're you're at, at three out of six. We're at three out of six. So but, there's no way you're getting seven out of nine. Yeah, there's no seven out of nine. You but get like, maximum. Who do you play? Southampton. By the way, who just got fired their coach. So against us, they're going to have like this. They tied Arsenal. Well, yeah, now they they fired their coach, and now they're going to be like the best team in the world because yep. that's what usually happens. Let's see. Hold on. I want to I see because you said Arsenal had... Um, Two more games. No, they don't. One of them's the EFL Cup. Well, yeah, the City Brighton. game got canceled, didn't it? Yeah, well, postponed, but that was, yeah. that was already postponed by then. Was it? Yeah, so they only play uh, Wolves. That's the last one. That's the last one. Because mm-hmm. they play Brighton for the EFL Cup, but they play Wolves, which is a good team to play right before the break because they're shambles right now. Yeah, Wolves are shambles. absolute shambles. Yeah. What are your thoughts? How how close is Arsenal getting to winning the Premier League? Oh, it's still far off from winning the Premier League. It's a two-horse race. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, It is a two-horse race now. It is not about the top four anymore. It, Listen, look with, at the, with, with Arsenal, seven, I don't know. seven points ahead of third with a game in hand, I believe. So yeah, we could be 10 that, points ahead of third. It's nothing, though. Seven nothing, points is nothing. 13, 14 games in? Just be, okay, just because... I'm just saying. If it's if City was seven points ahead of anyone, I'd be like, okay, that's that's hard to, just because it's City, but Arsenal, like they're playing great so far the first half of the season. Yeah. But they don't have the experience. Yeah, but they've been playing great against top teams. They just beat Chelsea. Yeah. They just beat Chelsea. Chelsea shambles themselves. Uh, Chelsea aren't complete shambles. They've won one game out of six now. Yep, still. Graham Potter is about six. to get one of the big six. Graham Potter is about to get fired before he even gets uh, well, started. Well, no, he, he did really well in the Champions League so far. Yeah, but anyways, They're, what I'm saying is, how far are they from winning the league? This is still very far from winning the league because it's a, you're still fighting against Manchester City. You have six points against them alone. Yeah. To to win or lose, so that's. That alone is could be the. But title do you decider. think, for example, do you think City's going to run away with it, or do you think it's going to stay? No, close, it's going to stay close. Yeah, it's all stay the way close. up until the end. I think it's going to stay close. Uh, it, so who do you? Okay, now updated predictions. Who okay. who wins the Premier League? Right now. I've, by the way, you said Manchester City was not in the top two. By the way, I know I said third. <laughs> I, it's still possible. Anyway, I still anyway, I still think anyway. City are going to finish third. I still don't think this is the best. You, see, you really think Manchester City is going to finish third? You see, you keep losing the plot. I haven't lost the plot. I'm just sticking to my prediction. We just started prediction. this podcast. They're, they're going to be... They haven't shown any signs that they're going to be outside of the top two. No, they haven't. So the, but why, are they gonna that, be, why are they going to be... Because that's my prediction. I'm sticking two. to it. I'm still sticking no, to my prediction. Manchester City is going to be top two. If Arsenal continues to play the way that they are, and they will, I think Arsenal is actually going to continue to grind out results against the teams that they need to, and Manchester City is going to drop a few here and there. That's what I think. Uh, the, the only reason why I'm not giving Arsenal the edge is the experience. Yeah, and uh, I I've and seen this. I've seen Arsenal. That's no, not about Holland. It's Holland. I've, I've seen Arsenal. This like not this same Arsenal, but I've seen Arsenal in previous years. W- go up by Christmas, they're up. Everything is perfect, and then in January, February, it starts to dip. The form not starts like to dip. this. It's, not even close to like this. Y- yeah, but not like even close. Uh, it, one times have changed, so we don't know if this is actually like legit or not. Like we do. The way yeah. that they've been playing, yes, the way they've been legit. playing, but they, they've played it doesn't get better. They've played like I'm not gonna say to this level, but they've played amazing before. And they, I mean, to play, you have to play amazing to be up by Christmas on Christmas Day. You have to be amazing in the Premier League. Like Spurs have done really well in previous years, and they were fighting Leicester City. What was it a few years ago? 
Yeah. And and then all of a sudden they just dropped off. Like it's Yeah, but it's always been closer at the top. Like Arsenal you you get in to the break, to the World Cup break with right now I think they're 13 games in and they've lost one and drawn one. Yeah. Teams, I mean it's not that's that's not how it's been in the past when teams get mm-hmm. into the top. They they have like two or three games lost, one or one game lost, two games lost, three two t- two ties, three ties, and it's a yeah. it's a, a lot closer amongst the top four, which is why it's. I mean, when you're when you're seven points with a game in hand in front of third place going into the break this early in the season, they had the stats right. They said like eighty nine percent of the people yeah. who were at the top, and the t- it's twice has been Arsenal who's been. At yeah, the top, they and haven't been as top. far ahead of everyone. But okay, look, okay, let me ask you this: You played City twice, though. You haven't played them because you yeah. got postponed. You lose both those games. Let's say now we the, lose both of those games. We finish second in the league. Yeah, but the, you're talking about seven points. Yeah, from third. Yeah, but I'm saying, but all of those teams, though, that's what you that's what you forget. All of these teams are yeah, dropping they, points. Yeah, they're, they're going to drop points. Continue to yeah. drop points. We are going to drop mean, points if, if we drop points against Manchester City. Let's say we do lose those two games against Manchester City. We probably won't win the league. Man City will win the league. We'll still comfortably be in second. And it, what does it matter, yeah. really, when you go from second to fourth? Not that much. I no, mean, no, it doesn't really Other than they much, can say that we were runners-up or whatever, but yeah. really, you're going for champ- you're going for Champions League yeah, football. Yeah, at that point, if you're not first, but it's whatever. I don't think... I, here's my bold prediction. It's bold not prediction. bold. It's not bold, bold anymore. Prediction. It's not bold anymore. Arsenal wins the Prem with, like, two or three games. To go? To go in the Premier League. Wow. Yeah. So you, you're banking on Arsenal beating I'm, Messi. I, all, I, all they have to do is win one of those games against Manchester City. Win one of those games against Manchester City, so that it evens out, and then don't draw points against teams that you're you shouldn't draw points against. I don't know. I don't. I just don't think that Man City will. I, I mean, it's it's just too way too early to be. That's I mean, you, it's that's a, what you kept. That's what you said after week three or week four when we were on top. Well, I'm saying this because it's Arsenal. Now you're gonna keep saying it. If it's any other team, I'm when saying is it's it different. not too early? When is it? When is it? Okay, Arsenal probably are gonna win the Premier League for you. you the, okay, this is the difference though. You you just said it because there's. They're close with Manchester City. So, like, when you're looking at it right now, even though Arsenal is well ahead by a point, was it? I don't know. We're ahead by two points. Two points. Mm -hmm. Even though you're ahead by two points, right now, anybody looking at it would say Manchester City will win the league. Just because of the experience. That's not true. Just because of the experience. That is not true. It is true. Because of the experience, but experience isn't everything when you're playing the way Arsenal's playing. Yeah, but that's what, but then you have the World Cup. That's, that's what's. The World Cup affects everyone. And I guarantee it'll probably affect. Manchester City more than anybody else besides Erling Haaland because he's not going. I don't know. All of Manchester City's squad is going to the World Cup, right? But yeah, but we talked about this before. It could be either a good thing or a bad. Like, it just depends. What I'm saying is once you take a break, you see, this is what you've Everyone seen. Everyone would rather take the break if you're talking about the chances of winning the Premier League. Everyone would prefer to take a break instead of going to the World Cup. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying okay. though is like if you said which one's a worse outcome, taking a break and being rusty or going to the World Cup and getting risking getting injured, You'd say it's it's obviously safer to just not. Well, if you're a player and you, you know get I mean? asked to go to the World Cup, you're gonna right, go. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. But like people say, okay, well, sometimes it's worse to not. Obviously, if you're gonna get asked to go to the World Cup, you go to the World yeah. Cup. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. All I'm saying though is that you're like, how does it affect the teams? Does it affect the teams more that they go to the World Cup and there's a risk of them getting injured? But the benefit is that they've been playing consistent football and they get back in their fit. Or does it hurt them more that they don't go to the World Cup because they haven't been doing anything for a month yeah. as far as playing games? Uh, yeah, I agree with that. But what we've seen in the past is teams do really well, and then you go, go away for two weeks for international break, and you come back and they're a completely different team. So imagine what a whole month is going to do to like the teams. Yeah. So like 
that's something we've never seen before. So, like, in the past, you've seen Manchester City run away with the league the first five, six games because always the first international break is like after, like, a few games. And then they come back and they draw a game. They lose a game. They, and then they get back up yeah. after some time. And then the same thing with Liverpool last year. They started off terrible the first few games. And then international break came back brand new and then just went on a run. So it's like, it just depends on what yeah. you're going to get with certain I teams. Just, I think it affects everyone. I think it affects everyone the same. And I think it actually will probably affect Manchester City more than it will affect Arsenal. I think it's better for Arsenal. We're going to the top. We're going full yeah. of confidence. The guys go to the World Cup. Let's hope nobody gets injured. Obviously, there's going to be a couple players for every single team probably. Um, but at the end of the day, Manchester City is probably affected the most because most of their players going to the World Cup who are going to play a lot of minutes. And the chance of them getting more injuries is higher than Arsenal yeah. or any of some of the other teams in the Premier League who don't have as many players. But if you were to ask all the players right now, obviously because it's the World Cup, everyone's like, yeah, I'm excited for the World Cup. But if you were to ask a team that's on top form, playing amazing right now. If you ask Arteta right now, he'd be like, I wish the World Cup wasn't now because you're on such a good run. You're like, everything's in a routine. You're like, yeah. everything's going so well. Right, you wanted to continue. You want to just continue as long as you can. Yeah. And now, teams that are not doing well are like, this This break needs to come as soon as possible because yeah. this is our time to kind of just get away and figure shit out. So, I mean, you can look, still, look you at can it either both way. Ways. Yeah, yeah. But I, like when I look at it, I, I like... Manchester City, as of right now, would be like favorites just because of the experience and who they've been. Arsenal gonna win it, two or three games to go. By the way, let me expose you real quick. I watched the second episode of this podcast. <laughs> this man's so salty. He's he's going back to the episode. <laughs> no, because I remember something you said. No, no, no. What I say? I said. You said. I said. Arsenal get Gabriel Jesus, Zinchenko, and who else did we talk about? It was three players. And somebody else. And I said, I, I think you guys are going to be like, really good this season. Mm-hmm. You're like, eh, it's Arsenal. Eh, no, I don't know. Well, here's why you, I said that. You played it down. No, no, here's so why I said that. So my friend, I, I was right. No, You're wrong. No. I was right. right. Listen, you're reaching, first no, of all. No, I'm reaching. not reaching. You know I'm right. Here's why I said that. Because Arsenal in the past have spent a lot of money on yeah. players who are not elite level players. And so every time we do that, we get a squad that's pretty good, but not good enough. Yeah, While then, other teams are like, are signing the best striker in the world, they're signing the best midfielder in the world, they're getting one or two signings that are like legit players. We were getting, I mean, we're getting like Tomiyasu, who's okay, but he, I mean, he's a good mm-hmm. player. Now he's been playing because Zinchenko's been hurt or whatever, yeah. but he's not somebody that's going to be on a team that's going to win you the Premier League, or you don't think he is going to be on it like that. Um, Gabriel Jesus, the reason he's coming from Man- Manchester City is because he's not getting as much playing time as he wants. So mm-hmm. that's why in my head, I'm like, well, if he was really amazing... He would be. We would be getting the best striker from Manchester City, which we're never going to so, get. So you would never come. So you're pretty much saying I was right um, with my prediction that Arsenal is going to be really good this season. If that's what you said, I don't remember. Oh, I watched. I don't it. remember. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Oh, oh I don't oh, remember. Oh. Listen, I don't remember. But however, I'm just saying they've surprised me because not necessarily because these players are playing well individually because we have better players. Yeah. Like it's not like Manchester City where Erling Haaland is just scoring goals mm-hmm. and they're playing well. Yes, as a team, but still, Manchester Arsenal are playing very, very well as a team. All yeah. of these players just somehow fit the puzzle yeah, very, the balance. very well. Yeah. yeah. Even and even Zinchenko is out for so long and it's And you can just tell look. without even looking like their team dynamic is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I in my head, right now, if you ask me who I would prefer to win the Premier League, Arsenal. Like I would want Arsenal to win over Manchester City. Go on. Go but on the Gunners. But if you ask me to be rational and be like, all right, 
like who do I actually think is going to Manchester City just because the experience and we'll I got a text that. I got a text message again from my boy Eddie <laughs> which we should do we should do a segment on this podcast here for text messages uh, not text messages but messages so if anybody has some comments or any any topics they want us to talk about or any questions or anything go ahead and send us a, a DM through the through the Instagram or the Twitter both of them are at the NGW podcast or just comment on the YouTube or just comment on the YouTube video. By the way, a few people and we'll bring them keep up. saying, I'm concerned. We're going to have some problems. And keep saying Georgie's <laughs> concerned because he is concerned. Liverpool, I mean, they beat Tottenham, but they're shambles. They're shambles. Anyway, my boy Eddie said, it's a long text message, but he said, Arsenal press is spot on. Chelsea re- really, sh- and he's a Chelsea fan. Chelsea really struggled to try and control the game. Historically, that press has worked w- versus Man City with Liverpool. With that being said, Man City is Man City and also have Holland. Chelsea got in behind Arsenal a few times by playing in behind, and that can be deadly having the best forward going to goal. It's exciting to see what tactical adjust, uh, adjustments will happen when they play. What sucks is we don't know what effect the World Cup will have. Next, yeah. Liverpool won but didn't look good, and to be honest, Tottenham isn't playing well. I feel Conte is stubborn in his tactics. Even with a poor start, Liverpool got lucky to get all three points. All the changes at Chelsea seem to finally be catching up. I'll admit I'm worried, LOL. <laughs> He's a Chelsea well, fan. You you probably should be worried if you're a Chelsea fan. Yeah, you. I mean, I just. But it's normal. Is it? It is, is, is because is, it's, is the transition finally catching up to them? That the fact that they keep just sacking managers left and right is that finally catching up to them? I don't think it's that. I think they finally have a manager who has a specific way of playing. All the other managers, you can say like, yeah, everybody has their tactics, everybody has their way of playing. But like Graham Potter is very very stuck on a certain way, and if these players are not willing to adapt or he's not willing to change like something's gonna give yeah and i think he needs i think chelsea just need to if you brought him in you need to trust this guy because look what he did for brian they give like you you just got to think if he did that at brian you can do that at chelsea right with if the amount of money that money you're gonna get yeah. like in january and then coming up in the summer but that's not chelsea that's never been chelsea that's never been chelsea Unless but it's the new now. owner but i mean different owner you bring in your own coach and you got to give him time like it, i don't think todd Bowley can be as bad as abramovich no no i don't think so either. i think he's got to give him a little bit of time he's he has to he brought him in he said that's my guy i want him here and but uh, it hasn't just been the coaching change they've gotten the backroom staff the like scouting department he's everything. brought in a bunch of different people from it's from other clubs everything is just and these are not his players which means yeah which means he's thinking about the long-term process if he's bringing like the heads of recruitment and stuff like that then that means he's thinking about the long-term process of yeah. where Chelsea can be in five to ten years. And the thing is with Chelsea, even they miss out on the Champions League, it's not going to affect them as much. One, they're a team in London. Two, they have money. This doesn't... Like, teams in London are not... Like, the bigger teams in London are not as affected Yeah, but when's the, last time, when's the last time Chelsea didn't make it to the Champions League? Probably a long time ago. Actually, I, I don't know. Wasn't it just recent? Um... No, I don't think so. What isn't it? I mean, maybe I I could be wrong, but I just feel like Chelsea is always in the Champions League because they're always yeah. at least top four. I just think he's going to be... He's going to get enough time where he's going to get two or three windows to bring in players, get rid of players. I mean, look what happened. Tell is, it a, is it a rebuild for Chelsea? Yeah, it's a rebuild. You think so? Yeah, Graham Potter. You know, you, you're bringing a really good coach and you got to give him time. It's not like you're bringing in a win now coach you're bringing in a guy who like he hasn't won much like what well, do you but, he, but the changes that he's made at the clubs to take him to where they're at he won a lot in sweden but obviously you could say that that was the the 
yeah. fourth division, third division, or whatever. Yeah, you're not like it's a huge difference. You're not, you're not talking about like you bring Carlo Ancelotti for half a season right. to win you yeah. whatever the remaining of the season. You're not talking about Thomas Tuco coming in to win you the Champions League. You're not talking about like coaches that've been at the top and you're just bringing them in to see now like yeah. some results Conte. right away. Conte at Tottenham. Yeah, like same thing. Like you're. It, well, yeah, spring about Conte, like he's he's stubborn in his ways and. When Spurs were getting results early on in the season, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's working, it's working." But from the beginning, we we like we both said it's just a negative way of playing, and he did it at Chelsea, and it like he he's done it at every club he's gone to for the first year or two or first year or so, and it works. And players are all in, but you can't keep like playing the same exact way, being like negative football. And fair enough, Spurs had injuries. Like Son was out. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name came off the bench he, he's coming back from an injury Richarlison's out so they have injuries so it's not like they don't have any injuries but I just think they're playing the negative way even in the Champions League they're just well, like last second they beat Marseille to to go into uh, first place otherwise they could have been knocked out yeah so it's it's like yeah Tottenham the thing is Tottenham's starting to turn into a Chelsea I feel because they've gone through a lot of managers in the last few years now and they, Pochettino was there for for a little bit of time. He got them to where they where are, they are now. Pretty much, yeah. And there's no real change. Because before, if you think about what is it, probably six years ago, Tottenham wasn't one of the big six. Tottenham was like eighth, somewhere around there. If yeah. you had to rank all the teams, they're probably around eighth. And then Pochettino started getting better and better, and then or started making the club better and better. And then they got to the Champions League final, and then they had a you know, they got they got close in the in the Premier League. So now I think they're. They're holding everyone to those standards, which is fine, but they're starting to do that thing with Chelsea where it's like we're not they're too stubborn to rebuild. They're too stubborn to say, Okay, we were we're doing really, really well, but now we need to change things up and give some give the coach, the manager some time with new players. They're getting towards the end, I think, of their Harry Kane and Human Sung like as those being their their guys. I think it's getting to the time where they're gonna have to start thinking about what's next. Do you think Harry Kane is going to stay at Tottenham? I think if they don't get Champions League, he's out. He's got to, right? He's been do he's been saying this or not not that he's been saying this, but he's been like committed to the cause for Tottenham because in his head he's been okay, Champions League, Champions League, Champions League. But you got to think at some point he's got to say I I want to win something because he hasn't won anything. Yeah. I mean, where is he going to go? Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, Manchester City. Manchester City, Harry Kane in Holland up there. God, why wouldn't that. they? Why wouldn't they? But okay, for for example, I mean, Son's contract is up, I think, in the summer, so he's allowed to talk to clubs yeah. in January and sign. So I mean, I, at least that's what I think. It, I think that's yeah, the situation. It's, it's something like that. So if he leaves on a free in the summer, you might as well say him in January. Like if you don't, if you don't like get something out of it. Yeah. But a lot of those conversations, they're not 100% sure until the end whether the player wants to sign a new contract or not. They go back yeah. and forth with with the contracts. And then by the point they figure out that he's, you know, they haven't agreed on a contract, they have to let him go on a free because they're not going to sign yeah. him. That, I mean, that's just insane. Imagine son leaving out on a free. He's like, what, 27, 28? That's There's like. Been a lot of players who have left on a free. It, it's just insane. I mean, I don't, I also don't understand why they wait so long because, like you said, why are you going to, you can get millions of dollars off of him if, yeah. but it's about. I mean, it, obviously, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. I mean, yeah. what are the documentaries of, like, all of them, like, and like getting for, text messages last second, like, oh, you're leaving the club or right. doing this. So. And a lot of the players, especially this year, aren't going to make a decision until after the World Cup. Yeah. Like Messi said the same thing. Nothing's going to be decided until mm -hmm. after the World Cup. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird year. But I, I, 
Yeah, I would agree with what Eddie said. Arsenal dominated Chelsea. Chelsea, I just, like I said, they won one game maybe out of the last six. They under Grand Potter, and I think... And this was at home for Chelsea as well. Yeah. They were at Stanford Bridge, and Arsenal was like... I mean, it, there's nothing... Like, I can't say I'm, like, surprised by it just because Grand Potter's in a new time. Like, we talked about this, like, in the past yeah. few podcasts. I guess it, I'm just surprised because it's Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a big name, like, big club, a lot of money, and, like, the history, like, well, history in the past 10 years, 15 years, they've been, like, one of the best, but it's just, it's Grand Potter. Like, you you didn't bring in a huge name to win something now. I feel like this is a longer-term project, and it has to be. If you're bringing in a guy that's, like, fairly unknown, then you have to give him time. Did like, you say, is this a Klopp-Liverpool situation five years ago? How long has he been there? Five years? Seven. Seven. Damn. Yeah. But the difference with, with Klopp is, though, he won stuff with Borussia Dortmund. And he got right, to but I'm, so what finals. I'm saying is that even Klopp... Needed time. Even Pep needed time. But Klopp wasn't a big name. Like, he was a, he was a big name only because... Honestly, he wasn't that big of a name. No, he was... I he, think was he was a, a good coach. Name. He was a good coach. Yeah. But it was it was similar to, to bringing no. a Grand Potter. Yes, it was because no. back then, what he what had he done? He won the Champions League with Borussia Dortmund. He got a, he won the. They Champions never League. won the Champions League. Didn't he win the Champions no, League? They lost in the final to Twice. Bayern Munich. Twice they went to the Champions League mm-hmm. final, and then he won the and then they, they Bundesliga. Never, no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They won something. Uh, he won the Bundesliga maybe once, but Bayern Munich has won it for like the last eight seasons. So maybe it was like. Once and then I remember they they wanted and they won the cup and they look, won, let, I'm they look, look it up. It up. But I remember like Klopp Harry, was a big name because I remember I was like I knew you're gonna club at Liverpool like I wanted this yes, guy. Yes, he was, but he was like Grand Potter where everybody's like talking about Grand Potter like this guy's legit, this guy's legit. And then when he came to Liverpool, obviously he showed that he was yeah. legit. But he hadn't done much. He had, I mean, mm. it's not that he hadn't done much. He took a club that wasn't supposed to be where they were, mm. and he took them to to where they are now. Yeah, to but like the, the second best club in. You're talking about like going to a Champions League final twice or once, whatever he was. You're talking about um, winning the Bundesliga and then Grand Potter's got Brian to sixth place. Like, Yeah, but... He, he was... Right. It's, it's not... I'm not saying that they're like similar. What I'm saying more more than anything else is that like, you, like we just talked about, they didn't bring in yeah, yeah. Uh, Conte, or they didn't yeah. bring in like uh, Ancelotti to say mm-hmm. like just just get us through the season and then yeah, we'll I, sack you, we'll yeah. sack you in a year I, or two or whatever. I, I think like Grand Potter's job is safe as anybody else's. Like I don't think. Let's see. He won the Bundesliga twice with Dortmund. Okay. That's and then he pretty. won. Uh, that was it. I mean, yeah. they won the the Pokal. Yeah, he did won the And then the German Super Cup. Cup, and then Champions League runner-up. Oh, Super Cup. They won the Super Cup. The DFL Super Cup. Oh, German. okay. The German League. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the Super Cup between Champions no, no, League and no. Europe. No, they... So... So he went to the Champions League final I mean, and then you lost you think about that and you're like... And the... the I mean, that's pretty... That, to beat Bayern Munich and that's... Yes. But what I'm saying is that he wasn't like somebody who'd been winning Champions Leagues and Leagues and all this other no, stuff. But, no, but Borussia Dortmund was always good in the he Champions League. He just took League. a team that wasn't supposed to be as good as they were and he made them much better. Yeah, but like you're talking about... Be winning the I'm German. just saying. I'm just saying. At the time that Liverpool appointed Klopp, there was at least four or five other big managers that were probably yeah. ahead of him as far as like the world's best managers. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you put Klopp in the top three or four yeah. managers. In no, the world. yeah, I agree with that. You get what I'm saying? So like, now what I'm saying is that now is Graham Potter going to get three or four years at Chelsea, so that in three or four years they're going to be winning Champions Leagues, yeah, Premier Leagues, yeah. two two Premier Leagues in three years, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Or are they just going to get desperate? You think Todd Bowley's going to say, eh, I don't like this, and then he's going to... 
I think he has two years. So that gives him this January summer. Two years unless what happens? Like, how bad does it have to be for them to sack him right away without giving him the two years? I think within two years, you have to compete for Premier League. Okay, so... I don't think Champions, Champions League is going to be tougher just because he doesn't have as much experience in the Champions but League. If they get... Let's say they get, they finish in fifth place this year. Uh, yeah, he's fine. They're going to keep him? Yeah. Okay. If right. they finish sixth, seven, I think they keep him no matter what. If it gets bad, like they can't win a game, then... They might like, and I'm talking. Well, right now they can barely win a game, but I'm talking about you're looking at like, let's say February. They they would have played ten more games from now. Let's say, if, but they still have the Champions League. Yeah, right now. I mean, I and they, I, I think he's gonna stay no matter what. Yeah, I, think his, it's a long I saw end. his his stat. It was like the first player or the first coach to win his first four games in a row for Champions League or something like that. Yeah, some some stat about him being what being doing well at the Champions League. Yeah, I mean, I hope. I just hope. You hope they give him time. Yeah, I like Graham Potter. I don't like Chelsea, but yeah. Eddie, why would you support Chelsea? What? Uh, he's actually supported Chelsea for a long time. The, the I hope before the Abramovich era. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. ever since I've, I've known Eddie for a long time, and he's supported Chelsea for a long time. Suffering. Manchester United. Big loss. Aston Villa. Yeah, well... Good evening, good evening, good evening. <laughs> yeah, I mean... My boy, Unai. He's I'm, back, listen, he's back. I've supported my boy, Unai Emery, from the very beginning. Maybe I haven't supported I've, no. I've made fun of him a little bit. I've made yeah. fun of him a little bit, you but have. what a legend that guy is, huh? Comes back, gets the first win against Manchester United since the, the longest time uh, ever for Aston Villa, and does it with some serious style, too. Yeah. Like, that was a legit performance from Aston Villa. It was really good. Obviously, Manchester United had, like... The last 10, 15 minutes in the first half, and they were like controlling the game and like pressuring. I thought actually they're going to score a few goals in that like 10 minutes or so. But I mean, how again, much, how much influence does Unai Emery have on that one? Do you think it's just like it just because it's a new coach that they want? Yeah, or it, do you think he like came in and was like, all right, boom, 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 we're going to do these changes? New coach. New yeah, coach. It's, it's always more motive because the players get a fresh start. Yeah. They got to show what they can do. Like the, yeah, ev- just everything's just new. They got to impress. Like you, you, pretty much playing for your job now like yeah that's why anytime for the most in most cases when a coach gets fired and one gets hired right away the following game is like yeah the first like the first like three or four games after that are usually pretty good pretty good results the honeymoon stage is over and then it's all right back to (laughs) back to where you are but i'm i like aston villa a lot um i mean they they spent some good money too it's not like they didn't spend money so they they have some good players. I think they should be challenging for like top eight. Realistically, I think. Um, yeah, I mean that's I mean Manchester United Ronaldo's captain. Good I, evening, I, good evening, I don't Ronaldo, know. your boy. I, yeah, I mean to be fair, he's done well. Yeah, he, yeah. He, it's not like you can blame it on him. It's just. No. Um, I, the Manchester United, there's nothing to, I wouldn't say there's anything to worry about, even though they lost Astonville, because they've been performing pretty well. Yeah. They've just performed pretty well. That eventually, they're not a team like Manchester City or Arsenal right now where yeah. they're going to consistently be getting yeah. wins. They're going to drop some points. Um, but he's done a fantastic job so far of getting them within the top four. Um, so if they miss out on top let four. Me, let, me look at the, let me look at the table right now so we can see exactly where everyone's at. But... Um, top four right now, Arsenal, Man City, Newcastle, and Tottenham. And then Manchester United is fifth, Brighton sixth, Chelsea seventh, eighth is Liverpool. What are the like the points? 
So Arsenal okay. 34, Man City 32, Newcastle 27, Tottenham 26, Manchester United 23. But Manchester United has a game in hand on Tottenham. So if they were to win that game, they'd be tight on points with Tottenham probably having a better goal differential. Mm-hmm. So they're close. They're close. They're, they're like right so, there. In so the Newcastle has 27 and Liverpool have what? 20, uh, Liverpool have 19. Crazy. Nah, that's not. How that's crazy not, is that's that? That's not that big of a difference to me. I'm not worried. Bruv. Arsenal, what, what's, Arsenal, what's Spurs? What's Spurs? Arsenal are like almost 18. double the amount of points that you have. Yeah, I mean that's that shouldn't be the case. But I'm talking about top four. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal, Manchester City are running away with it right now because they both have a game in hand on the third place, which is Newcastle. Newcastle has 14 games played already with 27 points. Man City and Arsenal is 34 points, and Man City 32 with both only 13. Speaking games. of that podcast, I told you I watched which one. The second or third episode. When I told you, Newcastle made some good signings and they're gonna be legit this season. And you said, "No, I didn't." Yeah, you did. No, I'm, no, didn't. Don't make me pull it out. You can pull it out. I I'm will pull it. They've done. They've done well. They've done amazing. They haven't made great signings, but they're yeah. getting there little by little. And to be where they're at right now, actually, is amazing. Considering, yeah, that I mean, that's what I'm saying. They that's... haven't just completely said we're gonna buy the best players that we can. No, they haven't bought the best buy. players. They spend money they're building. They spend this amount of money, but they spend it on depth around, like, in all positions. First, they bought Chris Wood for, like, what, 25, 30 million, and he hasn't even, like, really seen. I know he scored over the weekend, but that's because Callum Wilson got injured, so he, he didn't play. And then I think they have one more injury, one of their forwards. So, oh, uh, Isak is out, so he, he had to play third string, and you're spending 30 million. So that's, that's like, smart on them to be buying players that are, you know, Obviously, would you say Chris Wood is thirty million? Probably not. But like, I'll tell you who is thirty million at the moment: Almiron. Oh my God, what a guy! He's been playing well, man. He's, what is it? Six goals MLS. in a row. I'm giving the MLS some. Give the MLS some credit. Give the MLS some credit there. I mean, how many people do you think when when Newcastle said we should get this guy, who's playing in the MLS right now? How many people do you think said like, are you sure about that? Like the dude's playing in a Sunday be, league. To be fair though, he had. I liked him. I've been I've been Amaron fan. Not like everyone was slacking because, like when he was he would play for Newcastle a lot in the past few years. Ever since they signed him, he would play a decent amount, but he would never score. Like right. he, he he would never score. Well, he's only been playing for what like two years. This is like his second year, isn't it? No, no, this is like more than that. Yeah, it's I think it's fourth year, third or fourth year. So the first few years he didn't score much, and that's why a lot of the like I remember watching games where Newcastle fans were like, I don't want to say booing, but they were so like pissed off about the fact that he, he cannot finish he can't like he would work now hard he can. now he can and look at like, like six goals in his last six games yeah. or something like that like it just you know keep working hard and then eddie howe is they a good coach so. boy, uh joseph martinez yeah. martinez yeah he, they already said uh atlanta united already said he's no longer going to be a part of their program yeah i mean he's after the acl injury he people kinda, were pissed in the comment section by the way i read that post it was like they had a meeting with him and they told him that he's not in their long-term future so he's done after this year and people were talking about how disrespectful they are. And his last goal was a bicycle kick. <laughs> I mean, that is disrespectful, man. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? But who knows what really happened in those meetings? But I mean, bring that guy over. No, for what? Almiron was doing that at the MLS. <laughs> okay. Comes over. You give him two years to adapt, and now he's one of the best players, and he's yeah. getting. He's helping to get the team to top four. Put him next to his buddy Joseph Martinez. Why when you have Callum Wilson? Why when you have Isaac? Why you when you have Chris Wood? I don't know. Speaking of the MLS, though, let's let's do a little 
uh, detour here. The uh, Philadelphia Union. First of all, your boy Gareth Bale. Yeah. Gets the gets the tying goal, and then somehow Philadelphia Union goes oh for th- or th- one for four penalties. Yeah. They miss three penalties, which is terrible. You should probably never ever do that. However, did you see what the Philadelphia Union coach said before the game? No. That the MLS is going to be the best league in the world in five years. Your thoughts, George? <laughs> no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he's on, give me some. <laughs> That's why hey, he took him to the he took him to the the championship. <laughs> took him to the championship. You don't. What it, Gareth Bale showed up. It doesn't. The thing is, as much as we want to talk about like MLS being like, don't get me wrong, it's a legit league. It's not like it's a terrible league. It's not like but, it was before. But it's like, getting better. it's getting better. But to beat the best or one of the best, yeah, you're talking about like England. Spain, Italy, France, France. Like you're talking about all these leagues are just gonna well disappear. Yeah. Like they're like what's gonna happen? Like you look at Portugal. You have Porto, Benfica. These teams are doing amazing. Not to say yeah. their league isn't like. Do you think? Do you think the MLS is ever going to be one of the best leagues in the world? No, top three. No, never, ever. I mean, you can say you can't I, say it has never. To be. It has to be at I some mean, point. It's just like the United States national team has to at some point be the best national team in the world. Well, yeah, that's true. Hope everyone for. comes here. But that's what we've been talking about for the past 20 years. Like, so uh-huh. much money is literally gained. Like, MLS, to join the MLS, what, 100 million, 300 million, whatever, like, to be yeah. have a team here. Like, that's, like, you're talking about. Like, There's a lot of problems. How much Newcastle costs what? I don't even know how much they got about, like, what, 200 million? If that? You're talking about, like, just to get a team in the MLS, you're paying, like, 300 mil. Yeah. And you're talking about an established one in the one of the best leagues in the world. You're buying a team for two hundred million, and now they're probably worth like, I don't know, five times the amount. I just I think that at some point it has to be. I think it's a it's a long ways away, and it's not necessarily the talent that's going to be the issue because I think you're going to have more people. Like if you ask Gareth Bale, and I know maybe he's not the best example, but if you ask him about his experience so far, I'm pretty sure he's going to say some good things about it. Yeah, I play golf. I score goals. I'm too yeah. It's easy. Yeah, I think obviously he can, he still comes at a time in his career where there was no higher up option, so he has to come down. But the league has gotten better. There's more. There's there's better players overall. They're starting to be able to attract European players before they are out of their prime. The issue isn't with that. I think the issue is which is the with the consumer. Not enough people care care. Not enough people are willing to pay the amount of money that's needed to 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 fund all the stuff that's at the bottom part of the of the of the game, of the youth, the youth levels and stuff like that. But you got to think at some point the national team for the United States has to be the best one in the world because it's the biggest melting pot, and we have the best athletes. Now maybe not the best athletes, but I think the resources that we have and the focus that we have on sports, other sports. You think about like football. You think about basketball. Uh, baseball, I think we're still probably one of the best ones. Like, at some point, if any, if enough resources are going to soccer, you're gonna have the best national team. We've been talking about this for so many years. I mean, at some point, you think it needs a lot, but at some point, it's got to be. I there's just no to me. There's just no structure from the bottom yeah. up. You you talking about in the leagues here in Michigan? Let's say you can you start what you six you can play you i don't know whatever you play you play you play you play and once you get to like u18 or u17 
everything stops. Well, you go to college. You go to college. Which is a problem because... The, and then from going to college, now you're like, wait, like, am I? do I even want to keep playing? Do I just like well, rather study? Do I do the, this the or this? The thing is that it shouldn't really... If you were thinking about a better pathway, and a lot of a lot more players are starting to do this actually, is you play at the highest level clubs in the, in the, in the youth, right? And then after that, a lot of players go going to college. That's the main goal. You play for the top level youth, and then you go into a college. You get your four year degree, and you play for a legit top, you know, one of the top Division One schools. And then after that, you try and get drafted. That's like the the more that's the most normal pathway. Yeah. If you had to draw it out, that's the most normal pathway. It's not the best pathway because one, college coaches are not like the. College coaches are not as good. Like a lot of them, you'd be surprised at how bad they actually are. They're a win now. I don't care about your development. Yeah. And they're, a lot of them are just not uh, like there's coaches and this is no disrespect to some of them because not, or I'm not trying to generalize, but there's coaches who started the program 25 years ago and are yeah. still coach regardless. They can lose all the games in the world mm. and they are still going to be the yeah. coach of that program. And then on top of that, you graduate at 23 years old, 22, 23 years old. 22, what was Ronaldo doing at 22, 23? What is Erling Holland is how old? Well, Mbappe is not even 20, 23 years old, right? Yeah. Mbappe's been in a World Cup, so people here are studying for their exam. Exactly. So it's like, if you're, that's what, now what I'm saying is that what a lot of people, a lot of kids are starting to do is that they just go through the youth clubs that are part of an MLS or USL mm -hmm. championship club, and they just don't play in college. Yeah. So now you get people who are playing in the USL at 17 years old. Mm-hmm. Or MLS players who have, who are playing at 18 years old, and they're just like, why am I? Why do I need to go to college? I'm ba I'm essentially bypassing that whole part, and I'm going straight to the MLS yeah. and signing a contract with the MLS or the USL. And then after that, you see a lot of these young kids now who the European scouts are actually doing a good job because they're getting into all of our youth, all of the players who are 16, 17 mm -hmm. who are killing it, and they're saying, okay, now come to Europe and we'll we'll take it from here. And the fact that it took this long for MLS to like find this structure and it's not even like structured the best way possible yet it's still like still in the works pretty much yeah so it's like and again there's a lot of there's also the issues with the mls versus the usl yeah and they're going back and forth trying to fight with each other and then nisa and I'm, oh my word i'm not even gonna get into nisa but the, the whole the whole pyramid the whole pyramid is the whole pyramid is not It's not like going to England and there's a straightforward yeah. pathway. Yeah, you, you know the pyramid. When yeah. you go to any other country, you know the pyramid. You know where... Like, it makes, yeah. It, it, here, it's like, oh, wait, I have this choice, I have this choice. Plus, people here, and I don't... It's not... It's not the kid's fault. It's not anybody's fault. But you have so much more other, like, other things to explore and do. Like, when you're in England, like, you live, you breathe, you go to games. Like, this is, like, your passion. Every weekend, it's like, right. oh, I'm going to go to a away Liverpool game four hours away. I'm excited. I, nobody's going to say, oh, let me, like, from, like, Michigan, oh, let me go to the Columbus Crew game or a yeah. Chicago Fire game or anything like that. There's no, like, that, like, you don't live it. Like, right. you're not in it 24-7. Where in Europe, it's like, that's it, 100% all the time. So, it's it, that's the difference as well. That's, um... That's I was reading a book a while a long time ago, and I think I've, I may I may have told you this already, but the reason, and we might have even spoken this on the podcast, but the reason why Jamaican track and field is the best is because if you take all of Jamaica at some point, any kid who's grown up in Jamaica will run track and field. 
So think about that. Like in the United States, it's not the same. Like in, in England, it's the same thing. Any, at any point in England and Brazil, at any point when a kid grows up, he plays soccer, football. Yeah. So of course, when you do that and you get your entire 100% of your population, not 100%, but if you get 100% of your population to try the sport, you're going to find the best athletes from that country. And yeah. typically that's going to be pretty good. That's why Iceland is, well, Iceland is also a little bit different, but Iceland's super small, but they're still legit yeah. because they're pouring so much resources into their youth. They have some of the, um, I was also reading an article on Iceland, it's like they're putting their best coaches at the youth levels. At the, not at the bottom, but like a yeah. lower like age. But they have yeah. like legit coaches where here it's like soccer dads, soccer moms or whatever. But in the United States, Going back to my original thought, the, in the United States, when you grow up, you have five or six sports before soccer, mm -hmm. before you try soccer, before soccer is like presented as an option to you. Um, so, of course, like LeBron James, like you think of all these, all these athletes, I, I'm just thinking, what would LeBron James look like in a, in a soccer uniform in, in goal, wearing goalkeeper gloves? Yeah. And you think maybe, maybe maybe that's not even the and maybe he's a little too tall, right? But mm -hmm. I'm just saying, when you have your fastest, best, strongest athletes playing different sports, we're only getting the little the little bits and pieces here that really we're getting twenty twenty percent of the population mm -hmm. of the United States trying to play soccer, and yeah. then you have to choose from that twenty percent. It that's why I don't think it's it, it's gonna be s s like so tough to make this like one for MLS to be one of the best, but I guess it doesn't really matter about a lot of them don't even care. Like you said, when they go to college, they get drafted first round pick or not, you get dropped pretty much yeah. most of the time. It's not like, unless you're in like the first, the first like 10, 15, you're like, you're not guaranteed a yeah. contract. And most of those guys, even they're, again, they're too old. They're yeah. 23 years old. Why are they going to, why are they going to invest more resources when they're like, well, we can just invest it in an 18 year old and mm -hmm. save those five years. Yeah. So that's why it's, it's very tough for me to see how MLS is going to figure that out. But again, if you have the money, you can just bring in players from other countries. But with that being said, I other players are making that money in those countries and are playing in the best league. So why would they come to the MLS unless they just want to come here for a better life? There, and needs, retire? There, there needs to be a bigger interest in the sport in the country for it to be the best sport. I think that's ultimately what it is. If there's more interest, if your average fan, instead of watching Monday night football, is watching Monday night soccer, right? If your average fan is doing that, there's no way that the, the sport doesn't doesn't grow to become one of the best. Because then people will pour money into it. Mm -hmm. People will pay more money into it. But until then, I, I don't think it's going to be good enough because there's not going to be enough money. But it says a lot when you watch NBC or CBS when they do all these like watch parties. And there's like thousands of people there. And then it makes you think like, wait, there's a thousand people coming to watch people talk about the Premier League or the Champions League. But... You can't find those thousand people in the stadiums mm -hmm. watching the MLS games, yep. and it's not like there's no right or wrong. It's just like it just tells you that the, the just no interest in MLS. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember like what it, two years ago. I think it was New England three years ago. There or was in Revolution? Was it? They averaged like two thousand people. There like forty thousand yeah, stadiums. Like Chicago like, Fire has been Chicago Fire has been terrible. Their attendance has been terrible. It, it's like and which may i mean and that was because of partly because of their stadium mm -hmm. and then they moved back but now they're in a bigger stadium and they're not filling that stadium yeah it's it's like it's just weird like it's bad i mean i don't it's, know some of the some of the teams have done well like um 
like Seattle Saunders when they came in. Seattle Saunders always yeah. does well. Timbers, uh, right? Timbers, yeah. So there's there's some that are definitely doing well, but they yeah, it's not like you go watch the Premier League and those stadiums are sold out every single game, all the time, regardless yeah. of who they're playing. It's just that's just what like you said, that's just what people do. Here, people don't wake up. The average person does not wake up at six in the morning to watch Premier League. Like you and I will wa- will wake mm. up at six and we'll watch three four hours of yeah. of games until we have to do something. But that's what we look forward to. Yeah. Even kids, right? Even kids here nowadays aren't watching as much, I think, as before. And I think that's a problem because like actual football or soccer players in this country are not watching as much. They show yeah. up to practice. I don't know. I don't. I, we don't. I don't even want to get into that. I don't want to get into that whole discussion. But I just don't see how in twenty years. We can't be the best. We should be. If we're not, should. it's because we're not the best. Because the average consumer still hasn't accepted that soccer is the, the best sport in the world. Should, but I just don't. I, I just don't see. Maybe when the World Cup comes here in a few years, then we're gonna be like, oh wow, there's so much interest, and doesn't it like ignite people caring about it more. But I. Anyway, your thoughts: Liverpool, Real Madrid, round of sixteen. GG's in the chat for Liverpool. No, actually, no. Bro, you guys are out. We we play you're out. we play better when we play against good teams. Doesn't matter, you're out. If we play Nottingham Force in the Champions League. Do you know who you're playing? No, I You're not Liverpool, playing Manchester City, you're not playing PSG, you're not playing Liverpool Juventus. got worse since the Champions League final a few months ago, and Madrid got a lot better since the Champions League final. So if you're looking at it on paper, you're picking around Madrid. But good thing. You're hoping. That's the problem. But you're the not good, say, you're not really thinking like But oh, the shit. good thing is we're not looking at paper. No, don't give me that. We're gonna see on the field. We're gonna get smacked. No, the thing, the good thing is, there's so much time until, so much time. Like, what is it, February? Oh you, yeah, because that's until afterwards. That it, like, that's You're still not, gonna get smacked. I hope not. Like Liverpool make two, Liverpool make two, three signings. We're fine in the January transfer window. If we don't, then <laughs> L- the, it would be, it would be crazy if Real Madrid loses in the round of sixteen. It would be. I don't think that's happening. Liverpool. Sorry. I mean, I, that's just... You're hope. hoping. You're hoping, yeah. but you're not... You you know it deep in your no, heart. I believe. When Liverpool gets out, Real Madrid smacks him, and Liverpool, right, you're going to be like, eh, what's Real Madrid? It's Real Madrid. Well, yeah, of course. Like, what am I going to say? <laughs> that's the only thing you can say. Real Madrid's the best that's the team. Fixture, cause in, I looked at all the other ones, and there's not another one that's that... It's so annoying. That's a that's a final. Literally, the final in... I mean... A few months ago. <laughs> Two out of the, what is it, like two out of the last three finals have been Liverpool-Real Madrid, right? Yeah. Now round of 16. It's, They're it's trying to get it out of the way early, so it's not the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's what... Uh, Man City get Leipzig? Come on. And then you have Club Bruges and, what, Benfica or something? Are you saying there's corruption? There's corruption, the yes. Oh, 100% there's corruption. N- not there this. has been some stories about corruption in the past draws. For, I don't know if it was for the Champions League, but I think it was like for FIFA. No, I don't think there's... Not in this one, I'm just yeah. like, saying. But like... The luck that Liverpool will get Real Madrid out of all the possible. To be fair, it was pretty tough because Liverpool finished Somebody second in the group. Get well, Liverpool finished second in the group. A lot of Premier League teams finished first, so you only had like three choice. It was either Bayern Munich, PSG, or Real Madrid. I think for Liverpool, it was something weird or, or Club Rouge. It was like one of those four. So like the odds. Yep. I mean, that's the worst one of them all, anyway. But like, I would. I, I actually thought I had my money on Bayern Munich because they were like, wow. Of course, Mane goes. Mane comes back. I, originally, that's what I Can thought. Can they still play against each other? Well, Bayern has to win against PSG. Yep. And then Liverpool will definitely beat Real Madrid. So, yeah, they'll definitely play against each other. It's a possibility. Sadio Mane scores a winner and then celebrates. Celebrates. Mm-hmm. At, 
at Anfield. No chance. Goes crazy. No chance. This is one of these. Kisses the crest. Kisses <laughs> the Bayern Munich crest. That would be that would be <laughs> insane. But I, I don't know. It's like the draw. Everybody's like going crazy over it now, like because the draw just happened this morning. But like all these games are still so far away. Like who knows what can happen in like three months. Yeah. Like it's just so far away. That I'm not even like. That's the least of my worries. I'm worried about Southampton. That's <laughs> you should be worried about Southampton. Let's 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 take a look at the upcoming fixtures for the. So there's one more. Yeah, there's one more. That's it. Yeah, one more for everyone right now. Okay, Man City plays Brentford. Mm. Man City wins. Everton. Tie. Maybe. Brentford's at the closer to the bottom though. Bournemouth plays Everton. Mm. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Liverpool, Southampton. Everybody cares. Southampton. We're at home. Southampton either gets a draw or wins. You're at home, yeah. Oh, you're at home. It doesn't matter these days. Okay. We're we just one away. Matter. We just one away. Uh, Nottingham Forest at or home versus Crystal Palace. Tottenham at home versus Leeds. Mm. Leeds. The comeback. The comeback. If they beat Tottenham, Jesse Marsh. They were booing him at halftime, by the way. And then what yeah. a comeback, huh? Well, they've been booing him the past few games. What a comeback, yeah. I mean, he hasn't had great results, to be honest, up until the last two games. Yeah, of course. Liverpool but he's gotten him out of the... I mean, here's what I was saying, though. Like, if you look at the table, because they were in the in the relegation. Mm-hmm. They're 12th now. Yeah, it's like six and points. And if they win their next game, if they win their next game, ah, uh, they actually only move up to 11th. Still, though, that's but, a big move. But the eight, Liverpool is only four points ahead of Leeds. So it's like they might not be too far from the relegation still, but they're not too far off. I mean, 12th place for Leeds is not a bad place mm, right now. No, not at all. If they win, if, let's say they beat Tottenham, they jump up to 11th place. Dude, 11th place is not bad all of a sudden when you were thinking no. a few weeks ago it was shambles. Yeah, and you're they're calling what Bielsa's name. They're singing his name. and Yeah. Listen, Bielsa's a great guy. Again, way too stubborn. Way too to stubborn. change his ways. Yeah, to change. He's never going to change. He's he's too old to change his ways at this point. West Ham, Leicester, Newcastle, Chelsea. That'll be a good game. That'll be a good game. And Newcastle's at home. Mm. If Newcastle beats Chelsea, a comfortable one. Your boy's getting the sack. Nah. Sacked in? Yeah, he's no, he's not getting the sack. But he. It's the, getting. It's getting. I would not. I would not want to be Grand Potter right now, playing Newcastle away at Newcastle. No, that's one of the worst places you can go right to right now. now. And Arsenal Wolves. Wolves. You guys are home? No, we're away at Wolves. Does oh. it matter, George? Does it matter the way we've been playing? And especially because we're playing Wolves and they've been absolute shambles lately. Just because of this, we're going to have this conversation next week. Can you like, they may I jinx Arsenal? Maybe. But either way, I'm, I'm happy. You're worried. I'm not You're worried. You're very worried. I was concerned before the Spurs game because if we were to lose that game, then I'm like, all right, now what, what are we doing? What are we doing here? But now it's like, yeah. Problem is, you guys have been inconsistent. You win one, you lose two. Well, the, pro- one, the problem is, two. who do we beat? We beat Spurs away. We beat Manchester City. Was it away or home? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. And then we beat, we beat another big team. We beat Napoli. And then. <laughs> Lost to Man U. <laughs> Lost to Nottingham Forest. In Lost Leeds. to Nottingham Forest. <laughs> in Leeds at home. Like. So you asked me, if, am I worried about Real Madrid? No. If Nottingham Forest were in the Champions League quarterfinals, I'd be worried, yeah. It's just like the bigger games, like they somewhat turn up. Somewhat. 
somewhat. Yeah. This is what it's gotten to. They somewhat turn yeah. up. Liverpool somewhat turn yeah. up. This is the difference. But this, and the I man said has this. Lost it. I said this. Liverpool cannot play against teams that just sit back. Teams that are trying to attack at times and like, like bigger teams. And that's why against teams haven't teams. been sitting back on them though. They just have bad performances. Well, they, they do sit back though. Liverpool like against four Nottingham Forest. Liverpool has like oh well, that's Nottingham Forest. Well, that's what I'm saying. Small teams, like not small, but like lesser teams. But not everyone's sitting back on you anymore. Everyone's just taking advantage of, of the fact that you guys are not on a, in, in your best moments right now. Yeah. If you were in your best moments, people would be all sitting back and then I'm trying not. to find success. But don't ever. By the way, don't ever talk crap about Darwin Nunes. All right. Don't ever. Don't ever. Don't you ever. Another game. He doesn't score a goal. Uh, what do you mean another game? He scored seven in the last eight. What do you want him to do? I don't know. If he got. He, he got an assist last night. Or yesterday, he should have had two. Oh, by the way, I was I was gonna I was gonna send you a message. He passed the ball to Salah in a position where Nunez or Salah would have taken the shot. Yeah, and he passed it to Salah, yeah. and Salah scores. Yeah, and Salah, as soon as he scored, he looked over at Darwin Nunez. He's like, "You're my boy." We're it happened. Now. Same, we just become best friends. Same exact thing happened in the second half, and Salah passed it to Luis. Starting to pass, but he's playing on the wing. Yeah, you don't like that, huh? No, I don't like that. Fair enough. First half, he was amazing in the wing, absolutely destroying the right back. So I have no problem with that. He was just running in behind and yeah. dribbling. He was doing really well. He almost but, had a really good goal. Yeah, in the first, what, 10 minutes or so yeah. when he valued it. But the thing is, that's not that's not what I want him to do. Oh, it's not what you want no, him to do. No, I want him to be the nine. You want him to be the greatest footballer of all time. No, He's I want, not, him, George. I want him to... Okay, what he did on the wing and plays, get those balls in behind, he can do the same exact thing in the middle and goal to goal. Right now, the club is that I know we have injuries, like I know in attacking places, but I want Darwin Nunes up top, and we don't have a left winger. That's the problem. That's the problem right now. So he has to play there. But Darwin Nunes, I will, I will get on the hype train when Liverpool is playing well and Nunez is playing well. Not when Nunez is playing pretty well and Liverpool is crap. What I want <laughs> Liverpool to be playing well and Nunez to be. One of the reasons. So you talking about 2023, 2024, when Liverpool finally wake up. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, yeah, that's it. I think that's that's it for this week. Short and sharp for this podcast. But um, we'll come back next week. And next week, George, you're going to admit that you're worried. Because you play. Southampton. Oh, yeah. So, sorry. Southampton. And if you don't get results against us, so if you get three out of nine or four out of nine, you can kiss top four goodbye, my friend. No. You kiss Premier League goodbye. Yeah, Premier League. You can Prem- kiss Premier yeah. League goodbye. Um, oh, yeah, and then Brighton, Aston Villa, and then Fulham, Man United on Sunday. So, that's it. Anyone can beat Cup, anyone. Baby. World Cup. World Cup. You ready for that, Georgie? No, man. Are I'm... you ready for Mexico to win the World Cup? This man has lost the plot. Uh, yeah, we might. We're playing terribly. We're not. We might not even get out of the group stages right now. To be honest, hmm. we are not. I mean, United States and Canada are better than us right now in the Concacaf. That's yeah. But World Cup comes, things change. We can't even get out. I mean, we get out of the group stage, we can never get into the the quarterfinals. We always lose in the. Is it the, the round of sixteen? Right. Yeah. So you so are giving up before it even the starts. Fifth game. Can we make it to the fifth game? You're giving up before the season. What fifth game? Yeah, because they play three in the group stage, and then the and then the fourth game. So, so we play the fourth game, but we can never make it to the fifth game. So you're saying always it's season like you're just giving up on the World Cup? 
Yes. Before it even starts. Yes. Like even two weeks before it starts. Mexico's had Mexico's got the worst team in a while. They have they don't have uh, good enough players right now. We we did really really well when we started getting like when Chicharito was going to Europe, and we started getting a few more players in Europe. Mm. And now the players that are in Europe are now playing in the best teams, and some of them aren't even playing. Alvarez is good though, isn't he? Yeah. So what? We'll just play him. Ajax, yeah, he's legit. He's good. He's good. Um, Chucky Lozano is at Napoli, and he's playing, but like. Raul Jimenez. He's injured. Yeah, I know, but so I mean, is Wolves he, is shambles. Yeah, but is he even going to go to the World Cup? Yeah, he's, he's, he's hurt now. He's he's our one of our top strikers right now. They're begging yeah. Vela from the MLS. They're begging Vela yeah. to go. He's legit though. I like I like Carlos. He's Vela. legit, but if you're begging a guy from the MLS, yeah, to be to come to the World Cup, you have some 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 problems. We'll see. United States. I hope they do well. I'm not, I'm not one of those guys that, that like doesn't cheer for the United States. I cheer for the United States so long as they're not playing Mexico. When they play Mexico, I'm a, Me- I'm a Mexican fan. Yeah. But when they're playing against any other team in the World Cup, I want us to do well. Because I think it's... I, I think it... I actually think the United States doing well in the World Cup is good for everyone in the world. It's good for everyone in the world. <laughs> it, makes, it makes soccer slash football so much better. Do you know that if... The United States do get well when USA do get results. Everyone's like, "Wow, this team drew to the U.S. Wow, they they yeah, lost the U.S. in Europe. Yeah. In Europe, sure. But I think overall, it makes it makes the sport better. I mean, why, yeah, why don't you want the the world's best country to be to be playing well, to be doing well? It increases increases because then once they become good, it's gonna be way harder to bring them down. Yeah, but take, that's going to take a long time. Listen. I want them to do well. I hope they do. They have good players. It's not like they don't have good players. Yeah, but I mean... Girena, Pulisic, he's not even playing that much. Are they good I mean, I don't Pulisic think, isn't even playing. No, he's not. Um, they have the Flum. He's Tim, not even going. He's not? I don't think he is. I mean, maybe what, he's on the short list. I didn't check, but he's what, never been... He's older, about, and he's never been considered for the world. What about the Leeds? These guys. I don't think... The, two. the Leeds guys will, yeah, they'll probably go. Yeah. I like Tyler Adams. I like and Aronson or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Obviously, in the next what is it, probably the next two weeks, we'll know what the rosters are going to, yeah. down to, or three I mean, weeks. Yeah. What I mean today's what we're gotta be close, man. This is World Cup month. This is World Cup. Well, month. in two weeks it starts. Yeah. Wow. But everybody still just had their fifty-five man list or whatever. That's crazy. So two we'll weeks. know very soon. I'm not happy about. I this. do hope the United States do does well. I hope Mexico does well. I hope everybody else sucks. But that's it. That's where we'll end the podcast for today. Again, if you guys have any questions, um, topics, or anything, feel free to leave. If you're if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to leave it in the comment section. If you're on Spotify, well, you can't really comment on Spotify, can you? I don't, I don't think so. No, but just go through the social media channels, Instagram right. and Twitter, at the NGW Podcast. And we will, I mean, my boy Eddie texts me every week. I read his text messages on the podcast. So you're saying we should get a phone just specifically get a phone for this. For the and then you can send us a text message. That would be pretty dope, actually. Well, in the future, we need to grow a little day, bit. One day. One day. All right. Uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you.